I'm Meg Dahl, your unbreakable host. Welcome to the show. friends and welcome back to the show. I am on like the week after my period. I'm feeling all sorts of higher energy this week. I'm feeling social. I'm feeling chatty and I'm so excited to be sitting down with you this week and sharing this episode with you. So this week we sit down with one of my close friends and business partners, Sam McFarlane. So Sam is actually one of the coaches inside the Nourished and Free Collective. So let's talk a little bit about the Nourished and Free Collective before we dive into my conversation today with the amazing Sam. So the Nourished and Free Collective, I actually founded it back in 2016. And this is when I started my essential oil journey with doTERRA essential oils. And I really wanted to create this online community to support women throughout their essential oil journey. There's just so much to know when it comes to essential oils. And I really do think that we all kind of come to use essential oils um, for different reasons. And essential oils are really that one thing that connects all of us, but there's a bigger reason as to why we're using them, right? So we are using them for mental, emotional, spiritual, physical reasons. And I really wanted to create this community, this online hub, if you will, um, for all of us to gather as I started to educate about essential oils and start sharing them with people because I really was connecting with women from all around the world and I wanted to make sure that we had this safe space to gather online and learn about essential oils together and share our experiences together. So the Nourished and Free Collective was born back in 2016 and now it's this global community of essential oil users and inside the Nourished and Free Collective we have a lot of members like I said this is a global community so we have members literally from all around the world I work with women so I'm in Canada I obviously have members in Canada we have members in the states where Sam's from but we also have members from Australia the Czech Republic Estonia, Japan, literally all around the world. And we also have some Nourished and Free coaches inside the Nourished and Free Collective. So the Nourished and Free coaches really help me create things for the Nourished and Free Collective. So we are co-creators of the Nourished and Free Collective. All of our members have access to meditations, 
yoga classes, recipes, and additional resources like online courses and ebooks, that sort of thing. We have a membership site for all of our members to have access to for free. So Sam, who is on the podcast with me today, is one of our Nourish and Free coaches. She is also a meditation and breathwork instructor. And that is exactly what we talk about throughout today's episode. So if you love learning more about meditation, breath work, and how that can help support you in your healing, you are really going to love this episode with Sam. And like I always love reminding you, if you are listening to today's episode, I really appreciate you sharing it on social media so we can spread the word about the Unbreakable You podcast. So if you want to just take a screenshot of you listening to this episode right now or take a picture of your surroundings and then post it to your Instagram stories, tag me at I am Meg Dahl and just let everyone know that you're listening to the show. I would be so um, pumped to see all of your posts. I really, really appreciate it whenever you share that you're listening to the episode. And one last thing, if you are interested in learning more about the Nourished and Free Collective, how you can become a member, and just about essential oils in general, I have a lot of info for you over on my website, megdoll.com slash the collective. You can read all about the Nourished and Free Collective there. There are some pretty amazing promos happening this month. So if you are wanting to get started this month and get a lot of free product with your first order, you can always just message me on Instagram if that's something that interests you. And really exciting news, I'm celebrating this week because one of the back home to you Group coaching groups are full now, so that means that I get to work with some beautiful new souls inside my Back Home to You coaching program, so a special shout out to those ladies. I am so excited to begin our journey together inside Back Home to You, which is my 12-week small group coaching program that guides you through my three-phase approach to self-healing and offers you my 12-module framework for self-love. And I'm just so excited to let you all know that I have two spots left if you are ready to start your journey with me inside back home to you within the next couple of weeks. I'm aiming to start this next group during the beginning of March so you can apply for back home to you on my website megdoll.com slash back home to you. You can read all about the program there. It's a 12-week program, and I even have some of my past clients on the podcast. You can scroll back, listen to those episodes, hear about their transformation journeys, and 
their success throughout the program. And so just head over to megdoll.com slash back home to you, read all about it and click the button there to schedule your free discovery call with me. All right. So now it is time to say hello to Sam, learn all about meditation, breath work, and just really soak up all of the wisdom Sam has to share with us this week. Hey, Sam, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you on with me this week. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course. So I'm pretty special. This is the first podcast you've ever been on. I'm like, heck yeah. So pumped to have you on. I know. I'm super excited. I'm actually a huge podcast. I literally listen to like probably at least one podcast every day. That's awesome. So I want you to introduce yourself to everyone because you are a close friend of mine and I just think you're so sweet and you're so special to me. I just love you so much. So why don't you give everyone a little hello, a little intro about who you are? Sure. So hi, I am Sam McFarlane. I am the girl behind Spoonful of Sam, where I share what I like to call easy to digest spoonfuls of education on all things health and wellness. I really try to empower people to take a holistic approach to their life and living well with easy to understand information on meditation and breath work, but also food and nutrition, mindset, non-toxic living, all the things so that we can really truly live well, because I'm a big believer that everyone wants to live well. It can just be so overwhelming that sometimes we need a little help. Yeah. Okay. So something that I really need to point out here is, yes, you're absolutely right that like you present this information in a really like easy, digestible type of way. But I think so many of us who think of that, like, oh, just like, information that's kind of like easy we think of it kind of being on like a basic level right like just very like surface level stuff right like just for like kind of the entry level people coming into the wellness space but your content and the stuff that you share Sam is so deep and it's so powerful and every single time I see you talking about something I'm like hell yeah, this girl knows what she's talking about, right? So I just want to make that clear for everyone, just because you present the information that you do in like this, like spoonful of Sam type of way, right? You do it like that, but that does not mean that the content that you're actually sharing is just kind of like that surface level stuff. You get very deep, you get into it, you're very real with everything that you share, and you've been really open about your journey as well. I met you before you really got into the stuff that you're into now, right? Like, breath work, meditation, essential oils. You and I actually connected through essential oils over a year ago. I feel like it was like a lifetime ago, literally. (laughs) I don't even know what year it was, but I mean, whatever. So why don't you share with everyone what kind of got you to this place of actually being really well-informed in the wellness 
um, space. And yeah, like just what brought you here? Because I know you've had some health challenges for sure. Yeah, well, thank you for saying that. That really means a lot to me. That is really what I hope to do is take these like really deep topics and make them feel more inviting and understandable. So it's not this like service level thing. It's okay, it's going to be easy to understand so that you feel like you're welcome here, but we're going to go deep. We're going to go deep into the spiritual. We're going to go deep into the science. And I have had quite the journey to get me here to be able to do that. And while the journey definitely hasn't been easy, I am so proud of how far it's taken me. So my journey actually began about my senior year of high school in a not so well way um, with a lot of different changes, like most seniors in high school going on, I actually developed anorexia along with orthorexia, body dysmorphia. And going into college, I was really, really struggling at this point. Most people in my life had come to me saying, I'm worried about you. I didn't look like myself. I wasn't acting like myself. My parents even basically cut me a deal on if I didn't gain weight, I wasn't going to college. So I, and those I was like, deals, hey? I know. <laughs> I've totally had those deals from my parents before. <laughs> so I get it. I know it was so crazy to me because I had been so looking forward to college and there was a part of me that was like oh, well then I just won't go and I think that was such a big moment for me of being like what am I talking about like am I really willing to give up everything for this and so I did gain enough weight to meet that deal and then the other part of the deal was while I was there I had to meet with the health services department basically every week to get weighed and make sure I wasn't losing any more weight. I had to meet with a dietitian on campus and I had to meet with a therapist. And I was the person who was like, oh my God, talk therapy. Ew, like no way. There's no way that even works. And I think that's important to point out because now I'm like the biggest proponent of therapy. I literally think everyone should go at some point. Um, it just played such a huge role in my life. And the other thing that played a really big role in my life that is important for my story is actually my mom. She was my major support system. And I remember her saying to me, you can hate me all you want, but I will not let you die. Wow. Oh my God. I'm covered in shivers, Sam. (gasps) I know it was like, It was so powerful to me, and I don't even think I realized how impactful that was until later on when I actually went to a treatment facility for my eating disorder, and I met so many people there who truly impacted my life in so many ways. First, hearing them share their thoughts and saying what things going through their heads were, and I knew they had a problem, and I had those same thoughts. So it was the first time that it really clicked for me, even after a year of being diagnosed with anorexia, that, oh my gosh, maybe I actually do have a problem. And what made me different from them, though, was my mom didn't give up on me. So many of them, their parents had completely just, they didn't know what to do, which I totally understand. But I now have so much like gratitude for my mom and her willingness to (laughs) go through that with me. And I just, I don't know if I would be here without her and her support. So that's a huge piece of my story. Um, And then in my recovery, I was really fortunate to turn towards recovery going towards my, gosh, my junior year of college. But unfortunately, I also developed a lot of health issues right around the same time. So I developed a lot of GI issues, 
a lot of bloating, a lot of constipation, which definitely didn't make my recovery journey any easier. A lot of hormone issues. I lost my period for about four and a half years. I developed um, hypothyroidism. So I have an underactive thyroid and just a lot of symptoms that really didn't make sense. And when I tried to go to see doctors about this, they either ran a lot of tests and said, oh, nothing's wrong. Or they would look at me because of my past with an eating disorder and say that because I had anorexia, I was just trying to look for another excuse to restrict and they wouldn't even hear me out on the actual symptoms I was experiencing. So that's how I ended up turning towards more holistic alternatives and functional medicine. Oh yeah, my gosh. So <laughs> like, I'm not speechless, but it's just like, you know. Yeah. So it was super, super frustrating to me. So that was when I really turned into more functional medicine approaches. And I'm so glad I did because that was when I really was able to learn like, wow, food isn't the enemy. Food is medicine and it can have such incredible healing abilities. And I got really into nutrition and the power that food can have. And I started just digging into the science and the research and I loved it. And that was actually around the same time when I started learning that it's also not just food. The other thing that's really important is your environment and living a non-toxic lifestyle, which is when I then found you through, I think, Christina Rice on her podcast. And I was like, oh my gosh, this girl knows what she's talking about when it comes to oils. So I reached out to you and I still remember being in my college dorm room. I totally remember that. (laughs) Like literally can visualize it in my mind right now. So funny. Yeah, it does feel like a whole different life now of like being on the phone with you and being like, oh my gosh, this girl is so cool. She knows so much about essential oils. That was when I really got into the oils lifestyle. And gosh, that was, yeah, I guess that was like two or three years ago, time flies. And so, okay, so it was three years ago, probably. Yeah. Like, I think okay, so. that feels right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, which is just so crazy to me. Um, so, yeah, then. So food was the first step and then living a non-toxic lifestyle. And I was feeling a lot better, but I wasn't all the way there. So I started working with a few different practitioners, a functional medicine doctor, a holistic nutritionist. I was on all sorts of different supplement protocols. And that again, helped and got me another step forward, but I still wasn't all the way there. So it wasn't actually until this past summer that I really dove into meditation and breath work that things really started to shift for me because I learned that the body physically can't heal if it's in a stressed state. And even though I logically knew that I was safe, my body had been through so much between my eating disorder and my chronic health issues that my body did not feel safe, not to mention four years of college and running amok. I mean, I did five internships and had a 3.9 GPA. I literally like, I don't think I even ever slept in college. So my body was just so like, no, we are not safe. So it took a lot of retraining that and going deep with my meditations to be able to really remind my body and tell it the truth of, no, you are safe and I trust you and it's okay to accept help, help and accept help. And that was when things started to shift for me. I started to feel better physically and mentally. People were literally coming up to me being like, you look different. And I hadn't done anything different besides incorporating these tools and 
believe it or not, a few months later, I got my period back. So it's just a testament to how powerful these tools really are. And that's what I now want to share is it's not just the food, just like it's not just the non-toxic living or just the meditations. It really takes looking at all of these together. And I think that because of my past, even though it wasn't easy, being able to come from a place of, I have struggled with food, I have struggled with health issues, I can now better empathize with my current clients and my future clients and people that I'll be able to help because I've been there. See, this is why I love you. So before we, <laughs> before I really get into things, why don't you share with everyone that situation that happened with your chiropractor that made that comment about you? Yeah. yeah share that. Cause I thought that was really cool. Yeah. So that was right when I was finishing up my meditation and breathwork training and it was, gosh, it must've been like nine in the morning. I had like rolled out of bed. I, my hair was not done. I was in sweatpants. And this is a guy who has known me since I was like two years old. Cause my mom's been going to see him my whole life. So he knows me pretty well. And I went in and he was just like, did you do something? Like you look different. Mind you, this is like a 55 year old man. Like I could have dyed my hair blue and I'm not sure he would have noticed um and I was like nope definitely didn't he was like well you look so good and I was like mind you I'm in sweatpants no makeup nothing he was like you're like glowing there's this essence about you it's and I told him about my meditation and breath work and he was like that makes so much sense like you just seem at peace and I felt like that was the best compliment anyone could ever give me, especially someone who knows me so well to see such a shift in me physically from what I was doing mentally. I think that's so incredible. I, I remember when you shared that for the first time and I was like, wow, that is a moment, you know, to hold on to. Yeah. So, okay, but that was before you got your period back. So I'm curious how long after did you get your period back? Like it wasn't that much time. No, I think it probably was like a month and a half, maybe yeah. maybe two months. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought. It was like around a month or two. Yeah. I think that's really cool, Sam. So one thing, I mean, there's so many things I never, just so everyone knows, I never have to like grab my notebook while I'm interviewing someone for the podcast. I just kind of like, oh, I'll remember what to ask them. But as you were talking, I was like, where's my notebook? I need to grab my notebook, write some things down that you said, but I'm just going to go straight into one of the most recent things that you said about it being like not just about the food, right? Like we know that, I mean, I have so many years of studying nutrition behind me as well. And you and I both agree, like it's not just about the food. But one thing that I really love about you is like you address the food piece, you kind of like went that functional medicine route right and you did all of those things which would also include like supplements right so you did like the food you did the supplements and I just love that you are such a fellow firm believer that it's like the mental and emotional and like the inner work that we need to do in order to truly experience this change in our life right and you said I wasn't all the way there those are the words you said like I did this this and this and this 
but I still wasn't all the way there. And it was meditation and breath work that really changed the game for you. Yes, it absolutely was. And I think that that's the experience for so many people. And it may not be so clear at first. So even to just bring in a little science, because I know that for me, once I have like the science part of my brain on track, it's a little like, oh, okay, I'm willing to open up a little more to the like spiritual side of things. So even realizing that on a physiological level, our bodies cannot heal if we're in a stressed state. So if we are in that chronic stress response, that's when we don't have a period because our body is like, we don't have the energy or the time to be producing a period and reproducing. Absolutely not. Just like we don't have time to be breaking down these supplements and utilizing those to help our healing. We're not renewing cells and fixing things. We are running away from a bear. We are in danger right now. So once you're able to really reconnect to that deeper part of yourself and remind that inner child of, oh, I'm safe, okay, and get your body into a parasympathetic rest and digest state, you're so much more open to healing on a physical level. And once you nourish that physical healing, you can then go deeper into that spirituality and connecting to something greater than yourself, because that's not always possible when you're dealing with, but I don't feel well enough to even get out of bed in the morning. So it really is this total whole approach between physical, mental, and spiritual. And I know that you're so on board for that. Oh, hell yeah. Well, no wonder you're one of the coaches inside the Nourish and Free Collective, because you just like get what I say, and it aligns with what you say. So it just, it makes (laughs) sense that we're like business partners in a sense. But um, yes, I have this conversation a lot with women. So, and you'll know this very well when it comes to HA recovery, right? We all know that, okay, we don't have our period because our body doesn't feel safe, right? Mm -hmm. But if we do take kind of like the typical HA recovery approach to things, that is simply about the food and the exercise, right? Like everyone knows, everyone knows that you have to eat more and exercise less, right? So then I'll have these conversations with women or women will reach out to me on Instagram and just be like, well, I'm eating more, I'm exercising less, you know, like my body knows, like my body should know it's safe. Why aren't I getting a period back? But it comes back to exactly the things that you and I are talking about, what we teach our clients. You just do it through meditation and breath work. And I do it through, you know, like self-compassion, self-forgiveness, healing, but two similar approaches. We teach our clients to go within and heal mentally, emotionally, and spiritually because it really isn't about just the food and the exercise, right? I just really wanted to highlight that because I just have this this conversation over and over and over again and I just really loved how you said your body you know you might like logically know that like well I'm eating enough I'm not exercising so I'm my body should feel safe right but there's so much rewiring there's so much reprogramming that we have to do in order for our bodies to kind of like make that click Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you brought that up because I am super passionate about talking about that because 
I am a very peaceful person. I really am. But if one more person told me to eat more and exercise less when I had been doing that for multiple years, I was going to punch somebody. I was so like, I'm already doing that. And the energy behind that is really important. And that's why I love that you bring in self-compassion. And that's something that I work on my clients with as well, because what is the energy behind, well, I'm eating more and exercising less. Hello, body. You're mad at your body. You're not (laughs) compassionate towards your body. So it's a completely different energy behind it. So you can do all the physical actions that you want, but until you have that intention and that different energy behind it, nothing's going to change. And it's the same thing with all of these self-care activities that we see all over Instagram. Sometimes self-care isn't taking a bubble bath. Sometimes self-care is taking a nap or journaling or talking to your inner child. I did a post a while back about how Self-care looks different for all of us. And the important thing is having that intention behind it of I'm taking care of myself. Because if you're going into, well, I should take a bubble bath and I should sit in there for at least 20 minutes so that the Epsom salt soaks into me and then I will rub lavender all over myself because that's what I'm supposed to do and I should do. That's not actually Mm self-care. You're just adding a to-do list item. Mm-hmm. And it feels so robotic. And I feel like it's so interesting mm-hmm. that you and I are having this conversation at this moment in time, because I was actually texting one of my clients this morning, and it's the full moon when you and I are recording this. So I pulled some cards for my clients today. And something came up for one of my clients about her, like, essentially, the card was saying that she was feeling burnt out. And she We literally had our coaching call yesterday and she's feeling very like fatigued and burnt out and stuff. So we were like, okay, that's really timely. Right. And one of the suggestions to bring her back into balance was doing some writing. And she was like, yeah, I'll have to kind of like think about that. I was like, well, have you at least been like doing your journaling? Right. And she's like, oh, like I've kind of been slacking on that. And I just suggested, like, I made the simple suggestion of what if you just grabbed, like, a warm cup of tea or something cozy to drink, you put on some cozy clothes, you grabbed your favorite blanket, and you sat in, like, your favorite spot in your house, and you just journaled. And she's like, wow, that sounds so nice. Like, I'll definitely do that. And having that conversation with her made me really think about how people approach these like foundational self-care practices that you and I do, right? Journaling, meditating, like for so many people, these practices that are, like I said, foundational for you and I, people kind of treat them like just like this to do and just like one of those other things to kind of cross off their list, right? And it really got me thinking, like, I feel like maybe the difference between those people who struggle meditating consistently or journaling consistently and feeling like it's kind of like a burden almost or, you know, like something that they slack on or fall off the bandwagon with or whatever words they use. um, I feel like we need to create like this ritual around it, this feel good ritual. But I really like also what you're saying. It's like the intention behind it as well. 
Yes, I'm, that's so funny you said that. I was literally just going to say one of the biggest shifts I made was changing the word routine to ritual. As soon as you make things into a ritual, they feel more luxurious. They feel more sacred and more important and more intentional of, ooh, I'm doing morning ritual, my meditation ritual, my matcha latte ritual. Just the energy around that is super different from, okay, I need to write in my journal because my coach said to, I need to meditate because someone on Instagram said I should. It's a very different energy behind that a ritual. Yeah, it's super interesting. So we're talking about meditation. So I might as well just ask you, like, what's it like to be a meditation coach? Like, how did you get into it? You know, I know that you said your journey led you there. But I want to know more about what that means. And a lot of people have never actually worked with a meditation coach before right? We can hop on like YouTube, we can go on Spotify, we can find a lot of different meditations places, right? Um, But there's definitely a huge advantage to having a coach of any type. And I really love that you're offering this as part of your coaching experience with your client. So tell us more about that. Yes. So the way I got into meditation and breath work is actually kind of a crazy story. So in 2020, like most people, my life kind of started falling apart. It seemed like everything I had to look forward to, or like I felt I had control over was just slowly kind of taken away. I was a senior in college. I was finally in like the best living situation I'd had in all of college. I was living in a the nicest dorm on campus. I was on the top floor. I was in a suite with eight other girls who I actually adored. We had our own kitchen. Like I loved it. And then quarantine happened and we were on spring break. It was actually, I had just gone to a concert with my best friend. And it's just so crazy to think about now. Like I had no idea what was coming and like our life would not be the same at all. So we went on spring break and then didn't get to go back. So we didn't move back into our dorm and we were like, okay, well, at least we'll have graduation. Nope, no graduation. It'll be pushed pushed to August. At least it's happening in August. Nope, still not happening then either. It's going to be virtual. Okay, well, I'm going to do my yoga teacher training this summer. I've been looking forward to it for years. That's something I can look forward to. Nope, that got canceled too. And it felt like everything I had to look forward to got canceled. And so I kind of hit this rock bottom of now what? I have nothing left to look forward to. I don't even know when I'll be able to see my friends again. And so I got to this place, mind you, my health is still not great. And I just, I couldn't do most of the things I wanted to do, like yoga. I could barely go for a walk. But what I could do is sit and meditate. And so I did one day and I, it's the craziest thing. This girl popped into my head who I follow on Instagram, literally hadn't seen her content in months, okay? And I was like, oh, that's weird. I wonder how this girl, her name's Ava. um, I wonder how she's doing. So after my meditation, I'd kind of let that thought go. I look at my phone and I get a notification that she's going live on Instagram. I was like, oh, that's weird. I have to tune in. I'm not someone who goes to a lot of Instagram lives. 
because I feel like sometimes they're weirdly impersonal. So I tune in. She doesn't know me at all. She immediately says, hi, Sam, and leads this meditation and starts talking about this meditation and breathwork teacher training that she's going to run. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this sounds incredible. And everything she said was exactly the questions that started popping into my head. I was like, oh, well, I'm not that spiritual. I don't want it to be super woo woo. And she was like, we blend the science and the spirituality. And I was like, oh, and I don't know if I want to do it from someone from Instagram. What if it's not traditional to like these really traditional practices? And she's like, and we really honor the tradition of the roots of this practice. And every concern I had was just immediately covered. And it was this, okay, like deep in my soul, I knew like, okay, this is what I meant to do. And so I signed up for it and I fully committed myself to this for the next eight weeks. And I am a big believer in once you do something that you're meant to do, the universe rewards you for that. It'll give you signs that, okay, you're on the right path. And I knew that was the case when I actually won the giveaway she was doing. And I won a coaching session with her, which she is a business coach. Yep. So I got a full VIP day of coaching with her and this like super bougie meditation cushion set up. And I was just like, alrighty, like, this is what I meant to do. And the more I thought about it, I thought back to my childhood. And you know how they say that when you're not sure what you want to do, look into childhood. When I was younger, you know how most people would have lemonade stands and stuff? No, I would have my friends or my neighbors come over and I would give them homemade spa treatments with essential oils and guide them through visualizations of like you're on a beach and the sand is under it I had no idea what I was doing I just thought it was fun and now that's exactly what I do I am mind blown (laughs) craziest story ever and it just gives me so much like faith in that this is what I meant to do this is your path oh my gosh it's so wild how the universe works like it's amazing like wild maybe not like it's just so mind-blowing I love it and when we recognize those things right I think it's so cool and important that you shared that story because so many of us like you know will randomly think about someone throughout the day Mm -hmm. right and just like kind of write it off like you said or whatever but when we trust those moments and we're like oh yeah that was a sign right and we just trust and there's just so much magic that can happen when we start trusting like what's unfolding for us it's really incredible Yes, I totally agree. And to answer the second part of your question. So the reason that I focus on -on one-on-one coaching and why I think coaching is different is I want to show people not only how to meditate, but why meditation is so powerful. I feel like meditation is one of those things now that like we were saying before, oh yeah, yeah, that's good for me, I guess. I'll put it on my to-do list. But once you know the like benefits of it, And I'm able to like educate you on these are the spiritual reasons. These are the scientific reasons. It becomes this really empowering thing that not, it's not something that you have to do. It's something that you want to do. So what I love about teaching people how to meditate rather than focusing on guided meditations, which don't get me wrong. I love guided meditations. I use them all the time on my own and in my practice, 
But the reason I want to teach people how to meditate on their own is that was when I really found these huge shifts within myself and these benefits because we spend so much of our time connected to other people, taking in other people's energy. Even just now, if everyone can think, when was the last time you were fully present with just you? No distractions, no other information coming in, nothing else that you're paying attention to, just you. And even when we're listening to a guided meditation, which again, sometimes we need that to like step into someone else's energy and that guidance, you're giving them maybe still 25% say of your attention, even if they're guiding you through like focus on this part of your body or feel this thing. That means you're giving yourself 75% of your attention, which if you go back to high school, you have a C, so you're passing, but we want you at an A level. We want you to really sit with yourself and see what it's like to be 100% present with you and what you're feeling. So that's why I really love coaching and teaching people how to do this on their own because it's so empowering to know, wow, I have everything I need within me for the rest of my life. I am what I need. Hell yes. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. And I feel like I have a million questions within just what you said, but we have more ground to cover here. So I will ask when you are not doing a guided meditation, you're just like meditating on your own. I was going to say self-meditating, but it sounds like (laughs) self-medicating. But if you're just like doing like, you know, your own meditation, non-guided, are you playing music? Are you like listening to some like frequency healing music or what are you doing? Yeah. So I change it up. Um, I do listen to music sometimes. Sometimes I listen to frequencies. I love binaural beats. I also lately have been looking at like specific frequencies and the different frequencies of like 528 hertz for love or um, I think it's 470 something that's healing and that has been really helpful too and then sometimes I'll do it in silence so what I like to teach my clients when they're choosing do I want to listen to music what meditation technique do I want to use what breathwork technique do I want to use, which I am trained in nine different breathwork techniques, as well as five different meditation techniques. So I have them put a hand on their heart, take a deep breath and say, what do I need? What would serve me? And whatever answer comes through is what I do. So most of the time, I love having some sort of music in the background, something really soothing, like you're in a yoga studio. But sometimes if especially after like a really overwhelming day, I just want silence or like a really quiet morning, especially um, we're just coming out of the Christmas time. Sometimes I would just go down really early in the morning, put the Christmas tree lights on and just sit mm. in silence and do my meditation. So I love that. Kind of what I, need. I love that you brought up 528. That's what I've been using lately for my clients too. No way. <laughs> yeah. That was like the first one you mentioned. I was like, oh, that's wild. I literally use that um, in my practice. So that's amazing. Okay, Sam, we need to talk about oils a little bit since you are one of our coaches inside the Nourish and Free Collective. And I know you have some big plans for spring coming up. Um, I know about these plans. And then you mentioned them before we actually started recording. So Can you share with us what you're planning for everyone? Because I am so excited. 
Yes, absolutely. So I decided that I'm going to be running a chakra healing course within Nourished and Free, which I'm sure you've talked a ton about Nourished and Free, but I literally cannot rave about it enough. I truly believe it is the like one-stop shop for all things, not only essential oils, but non-toxic and natural living in general. Like I know firsthand how extremely overwhelming that can be. So to have this community supporting you and these endless resources of, okay, I'm supposed to be living a non-toxic lifestyle right now to support my health or to support the planet. What do I do for face wash? What do I do when I get a headache? What do I do with these candles that are now toxic? How do I redo my kitchen? All you need is in Nourished and Free and all your spiritual needs. So we have yoga, we have meditations, we have this community that is just like no other and what i'm going to be bringing to it coming this spring so depending upon when you're listening this is will be spring of 2021 a chakra healing course it'll be a seven week course and each week we'll be going through all the different chakras what they mainly represent and the different ways that you can support them so the essential oils that you can use applying or diffusing them the colors that you can surround yourself with, the foods that you can eat. I'm going to be including custom meditations for each of the chakras, different references to music, and like we were talking about frequencies, so that you really have this, again, easy to digest information about chakras and how you can really work with those to support you in your journey. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait. This is going to be <laughs> so great, Sam. And I just think you're the perfect person to be running this course and offering it to all of our Nourished and Free Collective members. So thank you so much. I'm really excited for it. Yay, I'm excited too. And if anyone is listening to this before it comes out, then you can head to my website my website, spoonfulofsam.com slash chakras, and there will be a wait list there so that you will be the first to know when it comes out. Amazing. Okay. We will put that in the show notes for sure. So, oh my gosh, Sam, sweetheart, I could just keep talking to you forever. You'll definitely, when the chakra course is going live and maybe we can do like a whole podcast episode together about chakra healing and walking us through that that would be so much fun but as we wrap up this episode a couple last things one question that I ask everyone is what does it mean to you to be unbreakable Ooh, I love this question for me to be unbreakable I think it means to really fully experience life. Mm. So I am a major empath. I feel things very deeply. And I used to think that that was my worst trait and it makes life so much harder. And that was definitely a part of my eating disorder because I completely went numb. But now on the other side, being able to feel things so fully, I know is my deepest blessing and gift in this life. So to be able to feel things so fully and let that build me up and help me thrive rather than break me down is what's unbreakable to me. I love that so much. Okay. That's beautiful. So for everyone listening, I always like giving everyone a reminder to take a screenshot of you listening to the show, or if you're like out on a walk or doing something, just take a picture of whatever's around you 
post it to Instagram, tag me at I am Meg Dahl. And where can they find you, Sam? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at spoonful underscore of underscore Sam. I would love, love, love to connect with all of you. Yay. Awesome. Thank you so much. And you will definitely be back on the show. Yes. Thank you so much for having me, Meg. This was fun. Thank you.